Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. And it may probably mostly uh, afternoon wherever you are. So today I wanted to speak to how a three pound organ that we all have, if you're living and breathing, and uh, how it can literally change our lives. And what am I talking about? Some of you may actually have already guessed. So there's this organ called the brain that sits between your ears that literally just weighs three pounds. It uses 20% of our glucose every day. And it literally can be the change maker in your life. And the reason I'm saying this is, again, I want to speak to something that I've really found over the years, one speaking to patients who've been successful in changing their lifestyle and regaining health and just doing amazing things through interviews that I've had on my podcast. You can check that out at Dr. Lori Marbus podcast. Um, and I have seven years of interviews. Um, really fun to do. It's, it's a kind of almost a selfish endeavor because I get to meet so many amazing people. So, but really I wanted to reflect on how changing your thoughts can change your life. And I think that, you know, some people take that as, oh, that's simple. It's just, you know, being positive, yada, yada. It doesn't, but when life gets really hard, you can't, you know, just deal with it. Sometimes you're just the victim. No, actually, I'm going to disagree. And some of you may disagree with me and that's okay too. Um, we're all in here in this life and our journey to have our own thoughts and feelings and beliefs, but I will say how it's changed my own life. And this has literally radically changed others. And so first of all, you know, when we think about our thoughts, many of us think that that's like the reality, right? That this reality of whatever we're thinking, the words or the, 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 discussion that we're having with ourselves is finite. It's the, that's the truth. It's the absolute, whatever we're feeling must be the way it is. But I would argue that it isn't. So if I, for example, am sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, I'm a pink elephant. I'm a pink elephant. I am a pink elephant. Guess what? I am not a pink elephant. I am a human breed, human being. And I know it's a silly way of explaining this, but I just really wanted to speak to understands that thoughts can build a negative reality or they can build a positive reality because our reality really is our perception, right? So you've probably heard the term that you change how you see things and things will change a hundred percent. It's kind of like, you know, again, the old saying, the glass is either half empty or half full. And there's so much power in in those statements, it seems so simple yet profound, but just understand that if we start thinking about things a little bit differently, instead of the failure as a setback or a disappointment, maybe we look at the failure as data and something to learn from. If we look at a challenge in life or a loss, instead of looking at it as where we failed and we're no good and you know, thinking poorly upon ourselves or others or judging the circumstances, why don't we step back and say, invite the discomfort and the struggle as an opportunity to learn and grow, right? So if you see the failure as a growth opportunity, then you almost welcome it, right? Because that means that you're going to be able to get to your next destination a little bit faster, and one of the things I always told my kids was, you know, there's there's two things you can do. You can either go about life and continue making your own mistakes and learn from for yourself, 
where you can learn from others by reading books or discussions or just watching others and take that and learn your own lessons from their experience. And so I just want to lay that out there for you to just start thinking, to understand that our thoughts are not only shaping our reality in that way, but they're also shaping our habits and our habits really influence our lives because these are the things that we put on autopilot, right? So for me, before 12 years ago, before going plant-based, I automatic pilot was, <laughs> I cooked you know, animal products. I mean, we ate pretty healthy, a healthier standard American diet. But now, you know, I changed my thoughts about food. I changed my belief system. I have re-identified, right? But it all started with a thought, right? It started with an experience and a thought and a question and curiosity of like, why was this able to happen? What was going on here? And um, now it's a habit to only eat plant-based foods. I go into a restaurant, I look at the menu and I look, you know, what can I eat? Um, I'm traveling, I'm planning ahead, what can I eat? I'm thinking for dinner or lunch or breakfast or whatever. It is now my default mechanism, but it all started with a thought. Okay. And to understand how we can do this is really neuroplasticity, right? So the brain can change and adapt. And I don't care how old you are. My oldest patient that went plant-based was 89. And, you know, of course, the youngest I've known is some um, a young mother who was carrying a baby and was plant-based already. So literally, the it can span a lifetime of when you can make changes. And for myself, I'm finding inspiration in seeing middle-aged and older women taking up resistance training and being the strongest that they've ever been. I mean, these are incredible humans. It's just so fun to watch and to identify with them and use them as my own motivation and change my own thoughts about what I could be possible for myself. And so if there's, if you're struggling to see the possibilities in your own life, think about others or read about others that inspire you, then you can Think about, okay, how can I do this? And when you start thinking about it, when you start looking at ways to develop whatever the, the skill or conquer a, a goal, when you start thinking about it, your brain is incredible. It will go, okay, that is our new focus. So it's kind of like if you were out looking for a new car, right? And you're looking to say, let's buy a Buick. I'm a Buick fan. I'm an old lady fan. Like they call it my old lady buggy, or it's actually this like this boat. Um, you're looking for Buicks and reading about them in the different cars. Everyone suddenly had a Buick. I don't think they had a cell on Buicks, but my brain was already thinking about it. So it was looking for those things that I was already thinking about, right? So if you are like, for example, if I am um, inspired by uh, someone who is, you know, doing pull-ups and they're in their fifties, my brain is going to be thinking about, okay, how can I do this? Right. So I will instantly be attracted to those Instagram. Granted, there is uh, an algorithm at play here, but this is kind of how it works. I will watch those videos, right? Because my brain desires to be inspired and see these incredible humans doing incredible things at a different age than what would be expected. Anyway, we have neuroplasticity. It's not just when we're little and children and young adults, our brains can continue to learn. You can teach a wiser, more experienced person a new trick, so to speak. So think about that. And I think the other thing here is really understanding 
that we have limiting beliefs. So what are limiting beliefs? So they're basically negative thought patterns that hold us back, right? So let's say that if I was, when I was a kid, I grew up in a home um, where it was a difficult situation and um, education was not um, expand. Let's just say that education was not their highest priority. And instead, um, you know, it was just survival, right? You know, uh, getting money to pay the rent, money, money to pay the mortgage, money to put food on the table. Um, so, you know, my parents, I'm sure they did the best they could. But if I had limiting beliefs thinking, well, I'm just meant to be um, someone who grew up in a poor home. I'm going to continue to be that way. I'm not smart. Um, you know, my parents were teenagers when they had me. If, if I continue to have that belief, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have changed my own trajectory in my own life. Um, but I will say that, you know, I had adults in my life that spoke into my life and spoke um, that I could have a different life. And so you can also be that person, but you can also bring people into your life to help you change, see differently. But these limiting beliefs are so, so powerful because we hold ourselves in our past where maybe we think ourselves as victims and then we think that we're continued, you know, we are the victim. If we identify with this story, well, you're going to keep, your brain's going to keep working to make sure you do. So if you, if you feel like you can't achieve something, well, you're not right. You know, you have to believe that you can, or at least start the belief system that you can, or if you still struggle and we all struggle, right. We all feel like we all fall short and aren't always the best that we can be. But if every single day you're working towards that goal, you're going to find that you build confidence in those limiting beliefs will change, but you have to start with different thoughts. You have to think differently if you want a different outcome. So if you think that you can't run a marathon, then you won't. If you think you can't walk around the block, you won't. If you think you can't eat a whole food plant-based diet, you won't. Um, you say like, oh, I want to, but I can't. Well, you've already lost, right? But if you say, I want to, and I will try, I would still even push you further and say, I want to, and I will, right? So we have to change the limiting beliefs that we have. And um, you just have to reframe some thoughts. And one of my favorite books, and the um, I did an actually interview the art, the, uh, excuse me, the author is Dr. Shad Helmstutter. And it's uh, basically what to say when you talk to yourself. And I started using some of his strategies and he has an app where basically speaking positive terms. And so let's say it's around weight loss, or if you want to exercise or changing your limiting beliefs about money or whatever it might be relationships and speaking thoughts or he's saying thoughts or saying statements, excuse me, that when you start hearing it and start thinking about it, guess what? Your brain is starting to incorporate that. You're starting to relay new tracks. Your habits will change. Your thinking will change. So check that out too, if you haven't, but that is the beginning is changing our limiting beliefs. And I promise you, if you start thinking and set aside time away from the busyness, away from the craziness of life, set some time away where you're just hanging out and being bored. Honestly, let your brain think about things. Let your brain think about the future, about where your life is now and where you want to be. We're so busy these days and so exhausted by the end of the day. We're just numbing ourselves in front of screens, be it the this little screen now on social media or TV or whatever. 
Um, but just give yourself an opportunity to just kind of reevaluate where you want to be in your life. And it's never too late. Never. But anyway, changing your limiting beliefs. And then one of my favorite things is talking about is cultivating a growth mindset. And I know some of you may um, have read that Dr. Carol Dweck's work. Um, incredible. So how do you even do this? Right. I think when I read that book, I thought it was such an amazing book. Um, and one story that struck me the most in, you know, was they were doing these studies, right? So with uh, fourth graders and there were two groups, there was a control group and a cohort where they did an intervention and the control group, they got some, they were taught some study skills and um, given, you know, the basics on how to do homework and study and you know, show up to class on time and, you know, just the basic stuff that kids should get, all kids should get. The intervention group got the same thing. They were taught how to study. They were taught how, um, you know, all the things that the, the control group would be. I don't remember the exact specifics, so forgive me on what the basic instructions were. And, but the other group, the intervention group was how to have a growth mindset. And Carol Dweck mentioned in her book that a fourth grader came up to them as they were explaining this and speaking about having a change on their limiting beliefs or growing uh, in their mind and, you know, expanding the mind and the possibilities. A fourth grader came up to them and said, you mean I don't have to be stupid anymore? Hmm. And I didn't even know this child. And it, it brought tears to my eyes just to think that a child goes through life thinking that they've been called stupid or they think they are stupid and that they will be stupid for the rest of life. Intelligence is not fixed, folks. Intelligence can grow, right? Um, sure, there may be opportunities. There may be some struggles, some learning disabilities. There might be some hindrances. But if you have the opportunity to help someone grow in any way um, or even just speak life to them, understand that you could literally change a child's life. And you don't know that kid might turn into the next president of the United States or a brain surgeon, who knows? Um, but just know that the growth mindset in, in our in our roles also with our kids, um, with our neighbors, with our colleagues, with you know our siblings, our parent, anybody, we can be that model by showing and speaking life to them and you know, sitting back before you respond, if you're angry or something, just holding back and saying, how can I actually make this a more positive experience for someone? But anyway, the growth mindset piece is really cool. And just really important to understand the difference between the fixed and growth mindset. And we all have fixed and growth mindsets. Well, and it doesn't mean that we're always in a growth mindset. You may be fixed one moment and growth the next on different things. But basically, fixed mindset means that you believe your abilities, like, for example, or intelligence are fixed traits that it's genetic. It's absolutely not. In contrast, the growth mindset is the belief that abilities of intelligence can be developed with effort, learning, and perseverance. Um, and how do you do that? Well, you embrace challenges, right? It's the challenge of going to plant-based diet. It's the challenge of doing a pull-up after you're 52, like I'll be 53 at the end of the month. Um, it's the challenge of running uh, a 5K for the first time. It's the challenge of learning a new skill, playing the piano, taking singing lessons, uh, learning art, uh, some creative en endeavor. Those are the things you can do. Uh, learning to cook if you've never cooked before. And, you know, you don't want to shy away from the difficult task because the difficult tasks are what is going to allow you to grow. And once you start developing skill set and you become more confident, it gets more and more fun, right? So 
go in it with enthusiasm. Think of something that might be enjoyable that you'd like to learn and just start, just start. Um, and that effort, like I said, is, is literally your pathway to mastery. Um, but you have to have to embrace, I come call it the embrace the suck. <laughs> so it's a little bit of my military background there. Um, and like I said before, let's learn from your setbacks. Um, you know, celebrate your growth, uh, always looking to, um, great, you know, learn more learning opportunities, you know, pay, staying persistent. Um, and just as you are going through all these things and you're listening to your own chatter, think of that, think about and reflect and go, Hmm, is what I'm saying to myself actually changing? And I will say again, Dr. Shed, you know, Shad, um, Helmstetter's book, my, my chatter did change. And I feel like I have a pretty positive mental chatter, but it can, it can be negative sometimes. Um, but that actually changed and it gave me energy. You know, I wake up with, you know, um, energy to tackle the day and start a whole new adventure um, since we, you know, shut down Mora and uh, which was my company, uh, my second company uh, this summer. Um, anyway, but, um, you know, just set goals, continue to make progress, celebrate those progress. You just want to continue to try to work and grow that growth mindset. Um and I think one other thing that's really important here is just that understanding goal setting needs to be uh, aligned with your values and make your goals part of the journey, right? So if you think about, um, let's say that I, 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 I like um, one of my values is my family, right? And for me, time with my family means that I want to every single day that I'm on this earth, I want to be able to do anything and everything I want to do with them. That includes hiking, running, uh, scuba diving, snorkeling. I don't care what it is. If I get to have some experience with them, I am overly joyed, right? So part of that means that as I get older, wiser, um, that I need to I need to appreciate and value health. So for me, independence, strength, um, understanding that I've done everything I can to maintain my health means that I'm going to allow myself time with my family. So every goal that I have is aligned with that value. So think of values are a compass, right? So they, they point in one direction. You never get to the end of the value. I never get to the end of my value of family, right? It's, it's just everything that I decide, my goals, my decisions, are they aligning with my values and my belief systems? So my goal of doing more resistance training or running or pulling, doing pull-up, think as simple as that. People just think, oh, it's just the, the goal of doing a pull-up. Actually, no. I'm thinking someday when I get a grandkid, whenever that might be, um, I'm going to be able to get down on the floor and play with them, or I'm going to be able to run up the stairs and, and, and play with them. I'm thinking of the future of as I get older and my children get older, um, you know, I want everyone to be healthy together and that we're not in a hospital room with someone being sick because I chose different, you know, had different choices in my life where I fell and broke a hip and or I tripped over something or I'm taking multiple meds and had diabetes. And again, none of this. I don't want to be I'm saying I'm doing this is just my own life. This is how I have to view it in order to make those goals and conquer those goals. So, um, yeah, so take that. And I think for me, I also have. Um, daily affirmations. And I, it's not like really specific daily affirmations, but 
at the end of the day, my affirmation is that um, I'm doing everything I can to live the values of service to others and bringing love and light into the world. And um, one thing that I've started more recently was I have this jar over here and I put it on their abundance jar. And whenever I find um, some coins on the ground, pennies, dime, we found a quarter and a penny recently this week. I put it in that jar and I was like, this is the world, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, giving me abundance. And so every time I see that, I, I see that abundance jar. It's in my kitchen because I'm literally down here all the time. Um, and I'm just saying thankful, right? So that for me, that daily affirmation is really a, a thank you and gratitude. And then visualizing that I will be open to more abundance and then allowing that abundance to flow through me to others as well. Right. So, cause it's not mine to keep, I will leave this world without anything other than this, the energy that came to make me to come to be, but the abundance jar has been my, my gratitude jar as well. So I say, thank you for my penny. Thank you for the quarter. And thank you for many other blessings in my life, including the challenges. Um, and so, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, but I, I really want you to know that you can overcome challenges if you change your thoughts, change your life, change your 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 way you're viewing a struggle, right? If it's if it's weight loss, if it's chronic disease, if it's a relationship, if it's financial troubles, um, if you look at them and examine past actions and the thoughts that maybe got you into the situation you think about it and be creative and go, how can I change my thoughts about this situation? Um, maybe it's okay. I'm in debt and I need to change my thoughts on how I, I I'm always in debt because what are, what's going on there? Is it um, I'm struggling to find a job that would allow me to pay off the debt? Is it I'm, I have a spending issue. Am I, um, you know, trying living outside of my means, so to speak right now? Cause I will tell you, um, <clears throat> There's so much stress going on around the financial world, which creates more stress in your in your life. But I will I will say that was one thing that I really struggled with was my money beliefs. Right. Because growing up like I did um, was not a good and easy, simple thing to overcome, to understand that money will come. But I also will be generous. And um, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, just using the the debt situation Maybe there's like a skill set, um, a side hustle or something you can do. Maybe it's a matter of cutting up the credit cards so they're not so easy to use or getting rid of the Amazon app <laughs> so it's not so easy to like click on it. Um, but uh, again, I think there's people and resources that provide support. So let's say that it's um, struggling with overeating, um, with stress. Maybe it's a matter of getting, you know, a support group of, you know, people like, for example, um, on your plant-based journey, we have our amazing free Facebook group and Dr. Marbus, Lori Marbus, just a free Facebook group. There's like, I think almost a thousand people in there now and um, really helping each other, just asking questions, you know, listening to podcasts of other people who uh, overcome whatever the challenges that you're you're seeking to overcome because it's like I said if you start seeking answers they will come um, that's just the way this works um, people talk about manifesting but honestly I do believe it's just you start putting your attention towards something and your brain will find the answers and you know it's kind of like the the master uh, will appear when the student's ready 
hundred percent. And that master might show up as your next door neighbor. It might show up as your child. It might show up as your sister. It might show up as a doctor on a social media post. <laughs> so um, lots of ways to look at this and I feel like I'm a bit rambling there, but um, I just want you to know at the end of the day, your thoughts can change your reality. And it all starts with this three pound, three pound organ between your ears and I hope that's helpful. Um, I have thought a lot about this and I think it's just, it's, it's simple, but profound. And I hope you will take this as a, as an opportunity to just sit back and think about your own thoughts and know they need to be kind to yourself and generous and loving and gracious. And um, you are here for a reason and you have a purpose and um, yeah, we're all here. We're all in my belief is that we're all extensions of God, every, every soul, um, every, every, everything here. And um, yeah, look for your purpose and know that you are important and special and need, yeah, you're here to change lives, including your own. And um, I know that's hard sometimes when you're really struggling, but you can do it. And I believe in you. So, all right, guys, I hope that's helpful bit of more rambling on a Saturday. I will try to be back tomorrow. Um, but yeah, no out there, you guys, you guys can do it. Have a wonderfully blessed day and I will see you uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Have a good one.